to Conversations with Sarah. I'm Sarah Redden, Therapeutic Coach of SRTT. And today I'm joined by Fiona Leishman, Transformational Life Coach. And we're going to talk about cold water therapy. Welcome, Fiona. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me and thank you for letting me come and talk about this. I'm just so excited that you reached out to me when I put my post out saying, I want to know about cold water therapy. Um, because uh, it's not something that I know anything about. Um, I've just seen it kind of being out there in, you know, the internet and people talking about it. So um, can you, would you be happy to share a little bit of your story about what brought you to cold water therapy? Yep. So <clears throat> cold water therapy is basically what it says on the tin. It's getting into cold water in different ways. And we can go, go into that in a bit. But for me, I found this... I stumbled across it and it's one of those it was one of those ideas that landed in my head one day and I thought I don't know where that's come from and I don't know why I fancy this but yeah. when things like that land in my head and now I'm in a place where I go let's follow it let's follow it and try it so I um, have a quite a toxic history really of not really liking myself very much mm. and really low self-esteem just generally didn't have any kind of love for myself but it showed up not in a hateful way but through toxic behavior but then it also showed up through the relationships and things that I was getting mm. into so I had quite a uh now I look back I can see I had a quite a toxic um situation with alcohol now that I've given up alcohol I can see how bad that had been for many years and how I was using that as a kind of crutch or uh, putting the face on like a mask and going out yeah. in the world as this bubbly, sociable person who likes a, a party and is good fun with a wine in her. But through that kind of behaviour and that kind of self-talk and that lack of confidence and self-esteem, I was meeting people and men that were just toxic as well. So I went through um, quite an abusive relationship and when that ended and thankfully it did because there was physical and mental abuse I wouldn't I, I don't think you can label somebody as a narcissist but when you start to look up narcissistic behaviors yeah. and traits and personality disorders it's certainly all fitted into that yeah. sort of category but the mental um, toll that took on me was phenomenal um it's something that I find very hard to explain but when I came out of the relationship in 2019 so late 2019 everybody with everybody around me was saying well we've seen that he wasn't good for you you changed and it was this kind of celebration of well you're out of that relationship so you should feel good but actually I just went into a worse place because I had so much out of balance now mm. you know the anger at myself for getting into that situation you know I hold down a, a really good job I am forever challenging myself I, I would say I'm a pretty strong person so being broken down like that yeah. and giving up all my power to somebody else to completely please and obey and try and keep peace in my house I was so angry at myself. So there was the yeah. anger for the person. There was the anger for the relationship. There was this anger for like a real anger at myself. And through that process, the alcohol then got worse. So the drinking got worse to the point 
in early 2020. I think I got myself some uh, alcohol poisoning. And that day I said, I have to stop. Something has to stop. Something has to give here. And it was January 2020 where I really took control back. And I started with the looking at the alcohol part mm. because that was like that was the obvious thing. And when I started to look at that and decided, right, I'm going to take that away for about three weeks was my plan. Yeah. Stop drinking for three weeks. But in that time, what happened was I met people. So I met an amazing girl called Sharon Tay and she is a hypnotherapist. So I started to attend her Friday night sessions um, through in Glasgow. And it was group hypnotherapy. And through that, it was like, I got built up a little bit, a little bit. And then obviously we went into lockdown. And through lockdown, I just took a breath from the world, which for me, it was was quite a a good time. I was still working, so I didn't have any worries. I was alone, which was fine. I could step back from the social world. And I could take a breath. And through that, I started to find things that I enjoyed doing. And Mm. it was like peeling back layers of myself and finding things that the way that I like to do things not the way I was doing it for other people to be accepted or loved or um like be part of something I had this time now to start to see well I'm me Mm. I kept saying who am I who am I and that was the biggest thing for me through 2020 learning who I am so early um 21 I got this idea about getting into the rivers and I thought I don't really know where it's came from and then I bought all the stuff so like people say you buy the ticket <laughs> I just didn't yeah. know where I was going to use the ticket yeah. so I bought the stuff you know and I bought some stuff and then and, and Sharon that I had been to for the therapy had set up a great group for um sort of Lanarkshire Glasgow area I think it's actually quite quite a lot of people now go across Scotland but it was for women as well because I was looking at a lot of this stuff and it was a lot of men's groups that were out there and that for me just did not feel comfortable at all yeah it's a different kind of energy isn't it when when yeah. a group of women come together it's a different energy to a mixed group or a group of men yeah it, it is but as my journey has progressed I go to the river with a lot of men now um, yeah which is completely opposite from how I started so I've seen an advert for a breathwork and um, river dip and it was a Friday night and and it was in June May or June and I thought well it's just down the road let's go let's go and try it what's the worst that can happen you come out the water freezing Mm. let's see so I went and it was a man, it's a man called James McFadden, and he runs a place in Lanark, which is really close by, and it's called The Vortex. And he has been doing this work for like 25 years. And I went to the river and we all sat under this beautiful, big, I think it's a chestnut tree, and lay down in our mats, and he done um, a breathwork session. And it lasted probably over an hour. And it was a mixture of breathing techniques. So I think he uses things like the Teco, Oxygen Advantage and Wim Hof. So he brings that all together with beautiful music and guided breathing. And oh, I just... It's just that sounds so healing. 
it, you know, it was the, it was exactly what I needed at that yeah. exact moment. And I remember like opening my eyes just as the, I, I didn't realise it was the last song, but it was this beautiful song. And I now know that that's the song that he uses to end his sessions. But, and now it's one of those songs that when you hear it, yeah. just can bring you into that state. And I remember opening my eyes and being under this tree and just watching the leaves because the breathing, it just it reduces the stress hormones. It helps yeah. to calm your heart rate. And I just remember seeing the beautiful colours above me, the sun trying to come through the tree, and it just took me away. So the thought of then getting in the river was not... It, it just had gone that the worry about getting into the cold water had gone we got in the river he talked us through how to get in how to be safe how to sit down he talked us through the shivers if we were getting shivers and we were in that river and just went with the moment and and the nice thing about how James does it is that it's sat you do it in the quiet there's none mm. of this squealing or shouting or it's be quiet he kind yeah. of says a different way he, he has a different mantra it's a bit more forceful but it's <laughs> be quiet and it's telling yourself to be quiet yeah be quiet and do it because at the end of the day you're in control of this so be quiet and do it and if you don't yeah. want to do it oh don't it's a commitment to yourself yeah and so isn't that life that's it's what a yeah. life lesson and it feels like it's really kind of like meditative, uh, mindful yes. practice that very much you're in control of the situation. It's a choice that you're making. Um, it just feels an, an incredibly powerful journey. It, do you know what it really is? It's People will say, you just man up and get in the water. Nah, go with it all. There's lots to it. It doesn't yeah. take a lot of time. But there's so many beautiful elements to it if you bring it all together. So the breathing is the first part. And the breathing has got so many health benefits as well mm. as the water. But the breathing yeah. and the water together really do bring a lot of health benefits. One being that it helps to reduce your heart rate. So if your heart rate is lower, what happens is the stress hormones are going less. Because when your heart rate is trying to overcompensate for the lack of blood flow or oxygen in your body, yeah. it's just pumping out stress. So your body's in a stressful state all the time. When you bring in a, maybe three or four rounds of breathing before you get into the water and then into the water, you get the benefits of the, the oxygen into your body, the blood flow through your body, so opening up the veins, the capillaries, um, this, the, giving nutrients to your cells. and yeah. your, your whole body gets a boost from that beautiful oxygen, but it brings that, that heart rate down. So I think you only actually need to be in the water for about 90 seconds for you to get the benefit of the cold water. But when yeah. you do the, the rounds of breathing, and it's, they don't take long, you're maybe five, 10 minutes, depending on um, how you do it, into the water. But by bringing both of them together, you get reduced stress levels instantly. And at over 10 days, it, it, probably less than 10 days maybe, but it, Wim Hof certainly talks about 10 days. Hmm. Um, a 10 day practice can make the, make the change. So it can be that quick that your body takes itself out of that stress state that yeah. you pretty much are all always in, you know, because you've got your, all your external stresses. But if your body's trying to overcompensate with your heart, trying to push everything through your system, all the cortisol that's getting released all over, 
we're just there. So when you can bring that down, what happens is your mind can then get a little bit of peace because we've not got all of this stress pumping through yeah. us. So it just is so it's it's so simple. It's free, which kind of annoys me because now I think <laughs> I've spent nearly thirty nine years in this world and spent every kind of I've spent money on all sorts of things to try yeah. and find a bit of peace and actually if I was breathing properly and that's the other thing you need to breathe properly you need to learn how to breathe properly yeah. I was just breathing properly and having a cold shower every day I could have achieved that sense of balance and peace so easily but it took me till I was 38 to learn that <laughs> yeah well I mean one of the things that I, I share with my clients all of the time is you know breathe or like even in, in my personal life anyone that's kind of having any stress or anxiety I'm like it's you know really focus on the breathing and, and you probably get the same with your clients it's like but I do breathe it's like yeah but like really breathe actually breathe mindfully <laughs> bring attention to that breath because we do get in these stress states um and I know from my own experience um where I was in life I didn't know how stressed my body was I didn't realize how on edge I was all of the time and how tense I held everything in my body kind of waiting for stuff to happen um yeah because it became my normality Mm -hmm. that was that was just how I lived and it's it took me and I thought through 2020 in early this year Oh, I was quite chilled out and relaxed. Yeah. No, I wasn't until I actually experienced that water, that breathing in that water the way that I did. I did not realize how much tension I was still holding, even although I was thinking, Oh, well, I'm meditating, I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm chilled out. No, now though, I can tell you when I'm going into stress because my body takes a reaction because it's now not its natural state. So yeah. I can really feel now I'm in a place where I can quickly bring myself back into a balanced state. But I went to, so I went to um, James's uh, place, the Vortex in Lanark. And up there, we did the same sort of session. And it was great. But this time with the water being, it was June, July, August, the water's been warm. So mm. it's a little bit cold, but it's, it's pretty warm, to be honest. It's cold this week. But um, so I went there, I went up to the vortex and with that, we did the breathing and I got into the ice. So he has this amazing big tub and this was the first time I experienced the ice. So I've been quite a few times and I think every time now I go, he challenges me a little bit more by adding more ice in. But the feeling of the first time ever being in the ice was um, like, it was like the next level. Um, from the river the cold being in that level of cold it was as if someone opened up two taps at the base of my spine and I just felt everything just go amazing just let it stress from the tip at the top of my head right down and it was as if it just drained out my back now my body was shivering which is natural because yeah. it was your, your body is like when your or your mind is like what are you doing? <laughs> this is dangerous. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Get out. 
So you're like shivering trying to create heat and all of these things, but actually it's a mind over matter. You can do it. I wasn't putting myself in a dangerous position that I would be in there to get hypothermia. Mm. It was a controlled environment and my body just let go. And, and James is really good at helping you to let go. And if anybody is like looking to do it to that level, I would always say find someone that can teach you like that. I have been very lucky that I, I've, he's a Wim Hof instructor and he's only up the road, you know, mm-hmm. and I've got another friend who is going through the Wim Hof accreditation, but there aren't a lot of those people have gone through that kind of accreditation. Yeah, uh, that was one of the questions, actually, or one of the things that I was thinking about, because like, in my head, it was just like, oh, cold water swimming, I can just go throw myself in some water and I'll be fine. But it feels very much like it's quite important to go with people that know what they're doing, um, not it not to be something you start on your own, that you find a community or at the very least a partner who yeah. understands the safety of it. Um yeah, I would, if anybody's looking to start it, I would honestly suggest getting the Wim Hof app or yeah. going on YouTube and looking up some Wim Hof stuff that it is so informative. Um, but it was his documentary find. that actually started me um, kind of looking into it. And where I am in Devon, we've got a, a community interest company that go wild swimming, go out in the sea. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, yeah, like kind of piqued my interest and sort of mm-hmm. thought oh, how how do I put this into my life <laughs> yeah do you know what that's it there's so many groups you could just go onto Facebook and do a quick search and you will yeah. be surprised at the amount of groups that are out there and local groups I didn't realize I live right across the road from a beautiful country park I did not know that there was people going there at seven o'clock every morning to go in the water and swim until it became a thing for me and I went yeah. to look and I found it so I found a community I found experienced people I, I found James I, I, you know I, I learned I've been learning from people and yeah. they kind of fell in my path when I was aligned to doing this yeah yeah because I'm aware that um I'm quite I'm one of these people who quite often just goes off and does stuff on my own um and I'm sure there's people listening that can relate to that that kind of think well I'll just go throw myself in a river um and what I'm hearing from you is that it is important to connect in with a support system around this and don't just go and throw yourself no matter how strong a swimmer you are don't just go and this is my safety bit don't just go throw yourself in a river do connect in because that community is important as well it feels that sort of yeah element what of you it find is, is healing yeah yeah you find a lot of people on the same wavelength so I've found people I've found um, so many people that do Reiki and um, do different kinds of alternative therapies mm. um so you end up connecting with people and that it becomes a community you become part of something and everybody brings their own element you know so but that's that's the river stuff if if the river in the sea is not your thing and you don't fancy doing that the actual health benefits can be achieved at home the mental peace can be achieved at home through the breathing and getting in your shower or if you're brave enough fill your bathtub up and get in your bath so you can do it however you want to achieve it you can you can do this in your day quite easily 
yeah. to be honest. So. so someone listening that thinks, okay, yeah, this sounds great, but I'm not ready for the river stuff. How yeah. how do they start with the cold shower? Because the idea of a cold shower, I mean, it is something that I've, I have used cold shower. Um, <laughs> but I know, like, for some, the idea of a cold shower is like, why? Why would I do this yeah. to myself? What would your <laughs> what would your suggestion be as a place to start with that? Honestly, get in your shower like you normally would in the morning. Have your shower and just before you get out, turn it right down to the cold setting and stand there for 10 seconds, 20 seconds, yeah. 30 seconds. And if you follow any Wim Hof information, he'll tell you, build it up over a few days. Keep building on top. You have to bring the commitment though. Yeah. So you could be standing there thinking this is like a thousand knives piercing my skin under this shower. But if you're not mentally ready to do it, then you're not going to keep doing it. But the the health benefits you get from it, yeah, for me completely outweigh the uncomfort of the 90 seconds that I might be under the shower or yeah. the five minutes that I'm in the river. And actually there's no uncomfort in the river. It's because when you go to the river, you're out there in nature. So you have, you have the birds, you have beautiful kingfishers just now that are flying around and wow. water sometimes. So you have the nature, the trees, the sky, even the rain when you're in the river, or you can buy a tub and stick it in your back garden. Um, so this morning I didn't get to the river, but this morning I went out and in my tub, which is filled and covered every day. Yeah. And this morning it was a bit chilly, but as I sat in the tub, I had robins, I had I had like birds having chases around my garden. So I had the nature, I had the sky, I had the, the nature, but, but I was in my back garden. Yeah. You know, so. so there's so many ways really that you can bring this into your life as a practice that you know maybe even if it is just 10 seconds at the end of your shower I guess would yeah mm-hmm. there would be benefit from that see the if sleep that's where, where you you're get. at if that's where you're at yeah. yeah honestly see if you were to start doing a couple of rounds of breathing and going for like a 10 second 20 second shower you'll find that your sleep part your sleep's better mm. because well it's, it's an obvious one the stress is coming down you're reducing the stress you're balancing yeah. out your heart rate so your stress, eh, your sleep, I, I have amazing quality of sleep now, but I also I'm very conscious of how I'm breathing day to day. So normally we breathe up here yeah. in our chests. And actually what we should be doing is making sure we're breathing right down oh into our stomachs. Yeah. So learning that, just learning that simple thing eh, through Jim eh, James's work, he talks about the Pateco method and and with that it's breathing through your nose all the time so not using your mouth Mm. so even that if you actually try it breathe through your mouth see where your your breath lands breathe through your nose and breathe out your nose see how far your breath goes it goes right down and to the bottom of your stomach so even bringing that air and that oxygen in and out completely just changes the chemistry it changes your body out of an acidic state into an alkaline state Mm. so when you're in a more alkaline state there's less chance of viruses and bugs and things like that happening because your body's in a a fitter state to deal with it whereas whereas bacteria and 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 disease prefers a a kind of acidic state so you're doing a lot for your body just learning how to do 
the breathing part. Yeah. And then when you're away doing your breathing, you're in a meditation anyway because you're completely focusing on that. When you get in the water, you can't really focus on anything else other than the <laughs> yeah. cold. So even that, although it's uncomfortable, is like a, a meditative state as well because you're there. So it's kind of, there's like three ele- like three elements to it. Yeah. So the breathing, the meditation and the water. But they, they come together as one and it, all it does is it brings you right back to that moment. You can't do anything else. You're in that moment. You are taking care of yourself because yeah. you're breathing. You're giving yourself that time and that and that space. You're breathing, and then out of it. I mean, I've lost weight. Now, I wouldn't say that weight's like the the like the big winner for me for this. It's the mental piece. It's the mm. being able to bring myself back into an aligned state, a calm place. That's that's my overall one. But I've lost weight because my stress is down. I'm not emotional eating, mm. so I'm not overeating I'm more conscious of what I'm eating so I've lost weight um muscle recovery so if you ever do kind of any any exercise you'll find that the cold water is really good for um your your muscles recovery it improves your circulation so cold hands cold feet now you would think that would be an obvious getting into cold water they would probably hurt first and they do but what actually happens is at the same time you're training your your veins and your capillaries to start to work properly yeah. So your heart's not trying to pump pump all of that blood through. The blood is flowing through. So they're they're starting to work properly. So you actually find that your own natural heating system switches itself back on. Yeah. So I find that everything's a little bit too warm now. Okay. My heating in the, <laughs> heating <laughs> in the house is down a bit. And yeah. It's a little bit too warm because my body's used to, or it's working at a, at a more optimal state. So mentally I've got this peace and balance but actually my body is working in a good it's in a good place yeah and isn't that what it's all about really just bringing everything into balance having that kind of emotional mental balance your body being in that state of calm because like you said stress is stress causes so much issues with the body it does often lead to to weight gain um kind of problems with the sleep problems with any of everything that you can think of most of it comes back to that kind of level of stress doesn't it heart heart issues stress inflammation stress just eats all of that so bring in having this kind of daily practice that you can because my clients I already recommend that they use mindfulness when they're having a shower that they use that as a meditative practice so to, to to add into something that you already do on a daily basis it doesn't take much does it really it's yeah. like it's I guess um it just becomes habit it just becomes practice mm-hmm. it gets easier and easier and the benefits of it I mean it just sounds amazing I definitely I mean I was already so curious and kind of ready <laughs> um but I like to kind of know you know all oh, the how <laughs> how do I do mm-hmm. this I can't just go throw myself in in a lake I don't know I don't know where it's safe um oh, so there is be- that when you're <laughs> yeah. when you're going to the river you know try and work it like, try and find people that understand the river and remember the, the river changes with the seasons yeah so I've not done this in winter yet but just now I'm at the river every day and I am seeing changes really quickly especially yeah. the last week I'm seeing the river changing and I'm yeah. excited about what's coming but I'm also in a very very lucky position that I have people 
that I can go to the river with that are going to show me. You know, I, I, I know people that now smash ice and get in and hold poles. Wow. You know, so they're really dedicated. But that's something to that they didn't start there. That, no, I mean, they like, didn't I think start there. safety in my head. They didn't start no. there. So start with your shower. Start here. with your cold shower. <laughs> Connect in with people that know what they're doing. Don't just go yes. somewhere with your mates and like for no. a jolly. It's like it's just um it, it's something that you need to build up to and be safe about um because like we I think we really do underestimate the power of the water in that mm-hmm. like currents with the sea and I don't like know about rivers but I'm sure there's there's things we don't see there's things we don't know about um and it's it's being really respectful of the environment and nature nature is so powerful um and listening to need to know what we're doing yeah you you have to listen to your instincts as well if it feels unsafe if it looks unsafe then you know take a step back you can go and home, you can go home and have a shower. You can go home and get into a tub out your back. You can yeah. got a friend that's just bought a whiskey barrel and and yeah, she gets I'm, I'm really morning. liking the tub idea. I think yeah. that's that's something that I could it's it's nice easily kind it's of put cold. into your life. Oh yeah, it's do you know though? It's one of those things that it's so available to you. Yeah, it, it's like having your own um, exercise bike at home. <laughs> it's yeah. so available. <laughs> sometimes you talk yourself out it but it's the commitment to yourself yeah. is it worth talking myself out it or is it worth getting in there for three minutes and going and having a great sleep tonight yeah and that really is what all self-care is about isn't it it's that making that commitment to yourself um to your health to your well-being and making those choices that are in the best interest of not just you in the moment but future you Mm. the stuff that future you is going to look back and be like hey thank you past me thank you for investing in me and loving me and doing these (laughs) things for me um yeah yeah well do you know what the nice thing is though see if you do go and start to search you know on, on facebook for groups or instagram for groups you will find a lot of women's groups now whereas yeah. I, I think this time last year there was less of the women's groups but it was more main this year women are all over it women yeah. are taking their power and they're going and trying things and getting a little bit uncomfortable to be in a better place and i yeah. think that's beautiful so the people i'm now connecting with are have maybe been doing it themselves or with a friend for a few years but never they were never part of a group because it was always men's groups now I'm seeing lots of women and then I'm seeing a lot of mixed groups as well and myself I've got a a, so many people now that I'll I'll just get a message do you want to go to the river tonight do you want to go to the river tomorrow and I've always got somebody to go with so it's beautiful because you just create new connections so yeah, and that community, it's just another level of healing, isn't it? Another level of support for yourself and others that yeah, I think that's one of the things that's come out through lockdown is wanting quality connections and finding your tribe and being around people that you like you vibe with not just kind of I mean I love going out and having a dance don't get me wrong like I'm all over like going a bit doing a bit of clubbing um but there's other dimensions to like social life that can be brought in now and this this the spiritual elements of these practices and and ways of connecting with community it's it's really kind of allowed people or many people to sort of take stock of life and go yeah Mm-hmm. this wasn't quite working the way that I wanted it to do it be and now there's all of the there's other stuff that I can tap in and connect in and really seeing the value of 
community and the right community for your own personal growth yeah and taking that control over your own happiness yeah is what i what i've taken from it yeah i now enjoy doing this yeah i probably wouldn't have done it before because i would have been a bit like what will people say people think i'm a bit strange now i'm like nope i enjoy doing this this makes me feel good this brings me back into a centered aligned place every day it keeps me balanced and i am in a very calm state all the time yeah and then i can tell when i went into a kind of stress because that's not my natural state anymore. Yeah. And that's I mean, such a powerful place to be in for like your client work as well and the people that you work with, that like they can see, you know, you can share this journey, can't you, and where you've been and and like the things that you recognise in yourself. I think it really does help um, inspire the clients that you work with to know that like it's possible, look. Yeah, <laughs> and it may not be cold water, but do you know what, take your power, yeah. learn what you like and try but there's no harm in trying things um but there's just so many benefits to breathing cold water and being in that sort of meditative meditation state yeah. all the time not all the time but in that process it's, yeah there's so many benefits yeah. mentally and physically that it's just a no-brainer for me now but it's my thing it's every day every day it's yeah different. and just talking to you um I can feel that excitement I can feel how much you love it and it's got me all fired up like I'm like oh I might, I might be googling <laughs> how can I get a tub in the garden <laughs> like that's what's gonna work for me um so I am noticing the time and I think we're kind of at time so if that's okay with you we'll, we'll bring it to a close is there anything you want to leave people listening with today just if you're ready to commit to yourself you'll find what works for you and this is about taking care of yourself and owning your own journey and that's what I take from cold water and I hope it's been useful to everybody to hear that that side of it from me thank (laughs) you thank you thank you so much for coming and speaking with me it's exactly exactly how I wanted today to go so I I hope that um people have enjoyed listening to today's episode um for those that listen, I would love to hear your feedback and suggestions. To find out more about me and my guests, visit srtt.co.uk and follow SRTT Podcast on social media. I'll be back next Wednesday with a new guest. Until then, stay curious and be kind to yourself.